Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today, we ask what is discipline? How does it work? And how can I add discipline into my life without it feeling like I'm signing up for the military? A few years ago, I wrote two articles, one called The Not-So-Random Origin of Success, and the other was Ignore Motivation, You Need Discipline to Succeed. These two articles explored a few things, like the fact that you can create your own limitations in life, that you often define success by looking at the outcome of things, that discipline can help you adapt to the randomness of life, even when we can never explain it. That motivation is only a first step. That discipline is a companion on your journey. That you can cultivate discipline. And that the success for formula is persistence, passion, and preparation. Some of my favorite authors have called discipline various things. Like, discipline will create your destiny. Or, discipline will create boundless freedom or that discipline can help you get to the next level. And finally, that discipline will create success. It seems, then, like discipline is a cure-all for your problems, your ailments, and for the challenges you face in life. Well, maybe not a cure-all, though there is great value in discipline. But why? Throughout history, discipline has helped individuals to reach their goals develop themselves professionally or personally, form meaningful relationships, and ultimately become successful. Discipline is an essential trait of successful people because it helps face adversity, regardless of what adversity decides to wear that day. Discipline can also set clear expectations, support follow-through with commitments, and helps push past obstacles and it teaches individuals to take responsibility. So, let's start at the beginning. Discipline, literally, can be control obtained by enforcing compliance. It can be training that produces specific and expected behaviors. It can be a state of order based on rules. It can be punishment intended to correct or train, and it can be an activity that develops a skill or set of skills. Clearly, discipline is a few things here, and these different types of discipline come from two places. You can receive discipline from an external source, or you can receive it from an internal source. Discipline from external sources comes from your parents, the education system, from your organization, or from your cultural norms and values. When discipline comes through these external sources, there seems to be five basic discipline philosophies. One, positive discipline, which is praise or encouragement. An example of this is when a parent talks to their child to try to find out the underlying cause for misbehavior. Like suppose your three-year-old refuses to bring her plate to the sink. Is she afraid she'll break the plate? Is she trying to get attention? Perhaps it gives her a sense of power to refuse bringing her plate to the sink. 
Or maybe she's hurt about something else and is trying to get back at you. Once you know the reason, say she's struggling with powerlessness, you give her the right kind of encouragement by saying, we need to get the table clean. Can you help me figure out how to do it? In positive discipline, misbehavior or mistakes are seen as an opportunity for learning, and the person is actively engaged in coming up with a solution. The second discipline philosophy is gentle discipline, which is a little bit like redirection, reframing, or guidance. For babies or children, you can give them notice of change when they might push back, like saying, we're going to leave the party in five minutes, or... Would you like to wear your cat or dog pajamas to bed? There is an insinuation here that the child will be leaving the party in five minutes, or that they must wear pajamas to bed. Gentle discipline allows the person to prepare for change and feel like they are making the decision themselves. It can also involve silly games to influence, like pretending that food on a fork is an airplane, and that helps the child eat their dinner. Another example of gentle discipline is misdirection and distraction, like when training your dog. If your puppy or dog is biting on your shoe and you want them to stop, you can grab a toy and attempt to engage them with it, or play fetch and throw it. A manager can also use gentle discipline with their team members by saying to them that the team is expected by leadership to complete this new task. The manager can say that everyone is probably super busy and that they, the manager, requested to have 30 minutes for the team starting at the beginning of their shift on Thursday to complete it. That is also gentle discipline. The third is boundary-based discipline, which focuses on setting limits and rules. Limits and rules are set up like a game, where going outside of the limits or not following the rules, results in a consequence. An example of this is when you're playing soccer. If you touch the ball with your hands, and you're not the goalie, the person sits out for three minutes, while the game continues to run. While this is not how it's played on a professional level, you can create this rule. In the workplace, boundary-based discipline might be called progressive discipline, where making one mistake results in a coaching session, and unpacking what went wrong. Making a second mistake results in another coaching session and a write-up. A third mistake results in a third coaching session and a second write-up. And then finally, a fourth mistake in the same manner results in a third write-up and further consequences. The fourth discipline philosophy is behavior modification, which is a focus on consequences from actions, whether positive or negative. This is similar to boundary-based discipline because there is an emphasis on limits and their consequences. Back in the day, this could have meant being spanked with a belt if you did something wrong, and the idea was that you wouldn't do that thing again in the future, or you'd receive another belt spanking. Or being grounded, and if you didn't do well in school, having privileges taken away from you. Behavior modification also looks like telling your kids that they can go on a play date or sleep over if they do well on their test. Or telling the sales team they will receive a bonus if they sell X amount of the product in the quarter. Behavior modification is also the use of warnings when someone is close to a limit. Like, imagine a group of friends who are joking around and 
one friend starts to take the joke a little too seriously, so they say, I'd like it if we stopped talking about this joke. I don't find it funny anymore. There is no clear consequence here, though you could imagine that if the group continued to joke in the same way, that one friend who is taking it seriously might leave the area or say something mean as a reaction because they felt hurt, or maybe they'd just stop engaging altogether. And the fifth and final discipline philosophy is emotion coaching. This is the process of educating to understand more about ourselves and more about those around us. Emotion coaching for a child would be like having them make a mistake and then asking them, how do you feel now that you're in timeout? How do you think Jerome felt when you took the ball away that he was playing with? How would you feel if someone came over and took the ball that you were playing with away? What can you do next time if you want to play with Jerome and have him feel included? The child is then able to learn more about their emotions and the emotions of others. To recap, these different discipline philosophies from external sources, we have positive discipline, gentle discipline, boundary-based discipline, behavior modification, and emotion coaching. They are similar in some respect, and so they are often mixed and used together. Now, discipline from an internal source can also apply any of these different philosophies. You can encourage yourself with positive self-talk and affirmations. You can redirect your thoughts when you catch yourself belittling your value or disparaging your actions. You can create boundaries with personal philosophy principles, like internal boundaries for you to follow. You can reward yourself for keeping up with your plans and goals, or remind yourself of why you are not performing other behaviors. And you can perform introspection and daily reflection to coach yourself through upcoming events or challenges you're going to face. What is profound about the difference between external and internal discipline is that when you receive discipline from an external source and you stay the course, maybe you make someone proud. Maybe you make someone happy. Maybe you reach some goal or achievement and maybe you learn something. Something that helps you and benefits you. In contrast, when you receive discipline from an internal source, you make yourself proud. You make yourself happy. You were capable of achieving that goal you set. And you reinforced firsthand the idea that you can do something and you can grow. So, how can you become more disciplined? What does it take? There are a few things you need to know, and knowing as in know your body, in your mind, and in your soul to be true. You need clear goals broken down into small, achievable steps, set on a realistic timeline. You can only be disciplined if you know what you're being disciplined about. You need to know that every day matters. Be slow and consistent, and it will look like you're moving at light speed to others who aren't consistent. Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast. If you need to rest your body for a day or your mind, then that's your day of rest. Take it, use it, and then the following day, get back to work on what you want to do. You need to be committed to yourself. If you find that you're rationalizing with yourself about skipping something, stop yourself immediately. Are you bargaining with your past self 
about your future self? Who is the person that's going to miss out here the most? Who is the one who will be at a loss in the future? Who's going to be responsible for that person? Surprise, it's you. You're responsible for yourself first and foremost. You need to make it easy on yourself. Give your future self a chance at success. Remove distractions from your work environment if you need to get more work done. Or reduce the time you spend on your social apps if you're doom-scrolling on the porcelain throne. Buy salads, vegetables, meats, fruits. And don't buy sweets if you want to improve your nutrient intake. This makes it easy for you, and you can do that for yourself. You need to find pleasure in the mundane. There's going to be a lot of boring things that you do that lead to fun things. Can you hold off on the boring things today, this week, this year? If yes, then that boring thing is unnecessary. Does the boring thing have to get done eventually? If yes, how soon? How long does the thing take? If it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. If it's longer than five minutes, time block on your calendar, set a reminder on your phone, and do it soon. Don't hold it off. You need to be okay with discomfort. Learning is hard, and looking foolish is upsetting. But no one ever became their best self by being comfortable. Literally, no one ever, in all of history, has ever become the best they could be by not being uncomfortable at times. And if you know you have a hard time with discomfort, there are scientifically proven ways to build your tolerance and resilience. When you take a shower, right before you get out, turn the water to make it cold, and increase the amount of time you're in the cold water each month. Start your day or end your day with a meditation. This can be a sitting meditation for 5 minutes or 20 minutes. You could sit in silence with white noise, or it can be guided just to follow your breathing, whatever you want. And move your body a little each day. And on some days, push your body on a tough workout. Every day that you gain physical strength, you build mental strength too. And you need to realize that life isn't that annoying. Is something worrying, annoying, or frustrating you? Yes. Okay, well, can you do something about it? Yes. Okay, then do something about it. And if you can't do anything about it, try and let it go. You have this crazy ability to choose how you feel about anything. It's really, honestly, the coolest thing that humans can do, once you get how to do it. That person in your life that's upsetting you, you're letting them control you when you continue to be upset about it. Being resentful or angry or frustrated by something past your initial reaction has been called drinking poison and expecting the other person to be hurt by it. It's only hurting you. Or perhaps you've heard that perfect is the enemy of good. It's okay that you didn't do something perfectly because being done is better than not being done, and starting is better than only planning, and planning is better than only dreaming. It's you who takes the first step. One of my favorite authors and mentors says that self-discipline is both predictive and deterministic. 
This means that you can use self-discipline to measure an outcome and predict the future. Adding discipline to your life doesn't have to be intimidating or restrictive. Think of discipline as a way to structure and focus your energies. Anything you want to do is possible if you're willing to work for it. So, what's top of mind for you right now? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to do? Write it down. Make it real. Plan it out. And work towards it. Because you are the hero of your story, and you can be the hero for your future self today. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.